Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and today I'm going to talk to you about three common online marketing challenges small businesses face. You see, a lot of small businesses are doing an excellent job offline. Some of them deploy a whole range of offline marketing vehicles, and they do get great results on a consistent basis. However, there are still a lot of small businesses who shy away from blogging, from video marketing, social media, and all those nice little online marketing vehicles. But what happens? Why does that happen? Well, I'm going to dig deeper into that, into the why. And of course, I'll also provide you with suggestions as to how to tackle the issues in a way that doesn't kill your precious time. More importantly, doesn't diminish your cash flow and profits. But before I do that, I'll answer one of your questions first. And today's question comes from Shauna. Shauna is a small business owner and she lives in Quebec. Canada. And here's her question. Hi, Chris. I watched FA Life, that's Facebook's developer conference, and I was mesmerized by the sheer amount of new launches for publishers, especially when it comes to Facebook's instant articles. What's your take on instant articles? Is it good? Is it bad? Why good and why bad? Greetings from Quebec, Shauna. Hey, Shauna, first of all, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. And yes, thanks again for reaching out to me. Now, guess what? I also managed to watch a couple of live sessions from this year's FA. To be honest, I watched Mark Zuckerberg's speech and the, the one about Messenger, but I don't remember the guy's name. Excellent presentations, really mind-blowing, especially the one about virtual reality. I mean, I was blown away by that. Absolutely um, amazing. Now, uh, back to your question about instant articles. Um, I signed up to instant articles myself just a couple of hours ago prior to recording this uh, podcast, and I'm waiting for Facebook to review my request so that I can start sharing my posts Uh, straight away from Facebook, from inside uh, Facebook. Now, let me answer your question from um, a bird's eye view first. So we have Facebook opening up um, instant articles for uh, publishers. Previously, they had opened it up only to a few major publishers, such as the National Geographic, the BBC and likes. And uh, so that's one. Then we have Google AMP, so the Accelerated Mobile Pages Project. And Apple is working also on a solution. It's called Apple News App. So we have three major players, Facebook, Google, and Apple, who are jumping on this, let's call it instant loading project and opening it up to the public. And obviously Facebook is first to do that. Now, let's have a look at two perspectives, or um, let's tackle this um, question you um, asked uh, from two perspectives. First of all, user and user experience. Obviously, um, if you send people to your website, no matter how good you're hosting, it it will not load instantaneously. It, it would just 
it, it will not happen. Uh, so with instant articles, it's fast loading. You don't have to fumble around as in look for some links. You can save the post straight from Facebook. Yes, you can do that um, uh, today as well and read it later, but you stay in the environment. It's definitely easier to share with friends or other brands, for example. And yes, you can comment straight away inside. So that's great for user experience. Now, the other perspective, as in publishers, um, yes, less people will visit your website as they will start consuming your content from Facebook, so straight away from Facebook or other platforms. But uh, here's my question for you is this, isn't this happening already? I mean, just the other day, I listened to an interview with Ariana Huffington. She's the founder and editor-in-chief of the Huffington Post. And she did an interview at Stanford University. You can look it up on YouTube. It's about 55 uh, minutes long. Just type in Ariana Huffington uh, interview Stanford. It should pop up. And she said that they, as in the Huffington Post, is getting the majority of their traffic from social. So people actually read the headlines on Twitter or they read the, the posts on, on, on Facebook and only some of them, okay, they click on the link and then they uh, visit the article, they read the article on the website. So this is already happening. And to be honest, I don't see how this trend will stop. I think um, it will continue at a faster pace. And therefore, um, look, no wonder that the big players, Facebook, Google, and Apple, who uh, pay close attention to trends and consumer behavior, uh, consumer patterns, are now jumping on this bandwagon so that they stay, actually, that they stay in the game. I mean, it's important for a business. Now, of course, um, Facebook has its own interests, okay? That's true. I mean, they want to keep you as much as possible in their environment. And same applies for Google once they're ready to um, launch um, AMP. So to me, it's not a question of um, good or bad. It's rather a question of strategic positioning and understanding customer uh, behavior or customer flow and providing what consumers, what users want, need, and desire. And I always say, I mean, you got to reach your customers where they are. If they're on Facebook, if they love to, sh um, to consume content, massively consume content, consume videos, articles, and such, on Facebook, you gotta be there. If they are on Snapchat, I mean, you better be on Snapchat as well. Yeah, so um, basically that would be my take on this topic. It's, um, it's still very, very new. A lot of people don't even know about it. And uh, here's the thing. I mean, if you haven't already signed up for um, Instant Article, which just launched um, a few days ago, uh, make sure you sign up for it, test it out, and see how it goes. And by the way, you need to have at least 50 blogs or 50 articles on your website uh, to apply for Instant Articles as um, a side note. So, uh, Shauna, thanks again for reaching out to me. Loads of success with Facebook, with instant articles. And um, thanks for listening to my show and loads of greetings to all my listeners in Canada. 
What about you? Do you have a burning marketing question? Hit me up on Twitter at Chris Rock and send it to me. Use hashtag AskChris. Your question might as well be the next one I'm answering in the upcoming podcast episode. If you're looking for further marketing information and resources, visit my blog at strengthandbusiness.com. And now back to our main topic, three common online marketing challenges small businesses face. And um, before I start the audio recording, I want to point out that this is the audio version of the blog post with the very same title that I've written. So for those of you who want to have a transcript, a written transcript, just hop over to um, my website, that's strengthenbusiness.com. Look up for this very same post and uh, you can read it there or uh, print it out, uh, whatever you wish to do with it. And... um, Um, Other than that, I'm starting the audio recording for this uh, right now. Content marketing, social media, affiliate marketing, video marketing, SEO, webinars, teleseminars, podcasting, pay-per-clicks, social advertising, and I could go on and on and on. I mean, no wonder small businesses are overwhelmed. And wait, because there's more. Let's not forget to add all the offline marketing methods to the above. And of course, everything that revolves around developing products and services, managing employees, increasing cash flow, maximizing profits, and building long-term client relationships that yield to a higher retention rate. Now, who's overwhelmed just by hearing all this without even having done anything? Well, here we go. Welcome to the fascinating world of a small business owner. Now, if you're already a savvy member of the uh, small business community, the following statements and questions will give you a broader perspective into the alien, actually alien lifestyle of those desperately trying to keep up with the technology and all the Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram craziness going on. Here we go. I stayed away. So here are some of the statesmen that I keep hearing uh, from small business owners over and over again. Here's one of them. I stayed away from online marketing because I don't get it. I don't see the value in posting on Facebook and all those other channels. It's a waste of time and I don't have much of it to waste. Then I get questions such as, where do I start? I mean, what should I do first? So many online gurus and all of them preach different things. Another one, I have a limited budget to spend on marketing. Should I shift all of that from offline to online? How can I measure my marketing efforts online? How can I generate sales? Or is this just for branding, awareness and whatnot? Common questions. So if you work with small business owners, if you're one of those small business owners, these questions will definitely pop up. So every time I talk to small business owners that shy away from online marketing, I hear some of these questions or I hear them all. Now, instead of dissecting the anatomy of uh, strategic brand building and online sales generation, I decided to pull out the common elements and organize them into three groups. I mean, not to worry, I'm going to avoid the nitty gritty details and focus on the big picture here. Okay, so let's dig into those patterns. Here's um, 
Challenge in number one, social media exhaustion. Overwhelm and exhaustion is two words that are often associated and correlated with social media. With more than 200 social networks fighting for our attention and big players insisting on downloading several of their apps, and yes, look at Facebook's latest app strategy because they have a ton of apps, uh, there's little to no escape for us and our smartphone um, screens. I mean, you will hear this. Share a quick update and let your friends know what you're up to. Snap an image and engage with your followers. Record a live video and share some quick tips with your customers. And all this translates to spend your time, spend more of your time on social media, spend your money on social media, and ultimately become social media. Now, no wonder some people already started ditching social media. Yes, even celebrities. And I remember back in February 2015 when uh, rapper Izia um, Azalea, who quit her Twitter and Instagram account, um, said the following in an interview with Associated Press. Yeah, so nice to be, uh, to not to be on social media. So I'm kind of going to continue that until maybe forever. I think it's disgusting. I don't think it's nice to stick your camera through somebody's fence and hedge and take a picture of them in their yard and think that's okay at all. So here's uh, a strong opinion about um, social media, a strong opinion from a celebrity about social media. Okay, but now back to small, to the small business space. Let's say you have no clue where to start or you have set up a couple of social media profiles, but you haven't done so done very much so far. So what to do next? Here's my suggestion. Pick one or two social media channels and become really good at them. Once you gain a level of mastery, add the next one to your marketing portfolio. Now, how to choose, that's one of the questions that pop up, pops up next is how to choose the appropriate channels. Now, I always suggest you do that based on your target audience, based on your ideal customers. If they like to hang out on Facebook and Pinterest, for example, go with these two. If you target a younger audience, test Snapchat because um, a lot of them are on Snapchat currently. If your audience prefers images, start with Instagram and Pinterest. And uh, in case you decide to run ads, okay, which I highly suggest you do, definitely give Facebook advertising a go. It has the most powerful targeting on the planet. And although the platform has matured and um, although we have around 3 million advertisers now, the prices are still um, cheap. So give Facebook advertising a go. And um, as I said, I mean, this, of course, might as well change in the next 12 to 24 months. Um, but for now, Facebook ads are a terrific marketing vehicle for small uh, businesses. And um, I suggest you uh, deploy um, Facebook ads to your advantage. So uh, challenge number one is definitely social media and social media exhaustion. Uh, number two content marketing overload. Yes, content, shock, information, overload, whatever you want to call it. And you will sell them here, as somebody say, or small business owners say more. I want more content or um, on the contrary. I mean, the sentence will more likely go like this. Just give me a break. 
Okay, and here's a great recipe for content marketing we all heard about by now, and that is write awesome, informative, and educational content and share it online. Turn the piece of content into an audio or a video version to reach more people. You need the right message for the right audience, and you need to ensure that you pick the right media for it. Oh, and of course, make sure you do it at the right time. Sounds familiar? Fantastic advice, right? Fantastic. And if you have an army of great people on board, it's absolutely doable. You can do that. But what if you're alone? What if there's only three or four people on your team and you need to tackle everything mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, that is your cash flow, developing products and such, plus you need to put out content on a regular basis. How do you, how do, you do that? And here's the thing, I get it, I understand. Uh, and online marketing can be overwhelming. However, it doesn't have to be that way. Not if you approach the whole thing strategically and put some systems into place from the get-go. And here's my suggestion. Written content, audio, video, life recording. What are you best at? Okay. What are you best at? If you love to write and you're good at it, put up a blog. Set a couple of hours aside and start by publishing one article, say, every two weeks. Okay. If you're not camera shy, do videos and upload them to YouTube, Facebook, okay, native uh, videos and other platforms. Also, you could extract the audio version of the very same video and set up a podcast. What's important is that you create a content calendar, nothing fancy, okay? You could take an Excel spreadsheet, just a simple editorial calendar where you manage and schedule your articles, videos, and audios. And by the way, you can always hire or outsource content creation. You don't have to do it yourself. But don't beat yourself up. Uh, If you have time to put out uh, one piece of content every two weeks, do that. Start by doing that. Okay, so challenge number two, content marketing overwhelm. Challenge number three, I'd like to call it the offline online cocktail. And this is a big one. There are small businesses out there who do a bunch of offline marketing stuff. Some strategies and tactics work amazingly well and others, uh, well, they don't work very well. And here's the trick question, how to transfer what works offline to the online world? How to adapt those things to get the most out of your efforts, okay? So how to put that into the online framework? And this is one of those questions that pops up every time I meet with entrepreneurs and small business owners from all walks of life and all kinds of industries. And here's the deal. No matter what industry or market you're in, the marketing principles, and please understand the following, the marketing principles that apply to the offline world are very much the same in the online world. Whether you market online or offline, You have to know your target audience, your ideal client. You have to understand them. You have to know what they're doing. And that's one principle. And here's another one for you. You gotta have a strong value proposition, also known as USP or unique silent proposition. Two very, very strong uh, principles, two key principles, marketing principles, 
and they are the same whether you market online or offline because here's the thing online is nothing more than a distribution channel yes the internet is free or should i say still free and everybody and everybody can jump on it yes you can set up a profile on linkedin or facebook and start sharing your content for free okay keyword free yes you can create a youtube account and upload your latest videos for free and yes the word free seems to dominate the online world however if you take a closer look the same principles apply and that is nothing is for free nothing unless of course you put a zero value on your time so here's my suggestion to the topic online offline uh, cocktail take the marketing messages that have proven to work offline say um, you've run some ads in magazines and test them out online for example by running highly targeted facebook ads because facebook lets you do that try different creatives test different call to action buttons and yes definitely put your offline marketing message um, to the test also online and yes of course you could create ebooks and checklists to give away in exchange for an email address or set up your own e-commerce store and i'm not going to lie to you it takes time to do it um, you have to put in the work and more importantly you have to learn how to use online media because it's a media to your advantage and it doesn't happen overnight it just, it just doesn't wrapping the whole thing up I cover just a small fraction of the online marketing challenges facing entrepreneurs and small business owners worldwide. Obviously, as technology evolves, we get exposed to new innovative concepts such as virtual reality or AI, artificial intelligence, and new problems and challenges arise. It's always been that way, and it will most certainly stay that way in the years to come. Now, those of us who refuse to learn, to improve, and acquire new skills are going to be left behind. No matter how big or small your company is, it is critical to adapt to the rapidly changing social, commercial, and economic realities. What about you? What's your biggest online marketing challenge? Send me a tweet at Rock and let me know what the challenge is. I like to end this session with a quote by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. He is a Hungarian psychologist and theorist best known for creating the psychological concept of flow, a highly focused mental state. He is also a distinguished professor of psychology and management at Claremont Graduate University and the former head of the Department of Psychology at the University of Chicago. And here's what he says. There are managers so preoccupied with their email messages that they never look up from their screens to see what's happening in the non-digital world. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing. And remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. -K.